The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. Players' Lounge, let's ride. Let's do it. Let's do it. Training camp edition. We are here at the Star in Frisco. The team is out in Oxnard, California. That's Barry Church, former Cowboy safety. He is Heckma Harrison. In the building. K-State Wildcat. Give me that. North Texas Mean Green. Can you give me that, too? It is. Now, I play, uh, I play with uh, color, analysts. color analysts. Color analysts. Color analysts. Do all that. Here. I'm just merely new. No, 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 no. Get away. Get on with that. You see how? Ten times. I didn't get to play. Ten time Emmy winner right here. Ten times. Oh, my bad. Eleven. It went up. It went up. It has. But now, I ain't suit up. I ain't suit up. I ain't suit up. So, I'm just here to facilitate. Training camp. Battles. We didn't get into that. Okay. Here. So, okay. So I'm gonna start with Heckman here. Heckman rose it up first. So, where are you looking at first for training camp battles for the Cowboys? I mean, think think about this, guys. Right now, there are so many positions that you have question marks on. So, I'm gonna leave enough meat on this bone for everybody. <laughs> All, right. All right. But right now, I think it's the defensive line. Um, oh. you, you talk about this deep uh, Dan Quinn and his transition uh, with this team and the way that he's elevated them. I think the defensive line has been that one position where you've had a crowded and talented. Room, but you just hadn't had that guy emerge. You've had the Osa Diggy Zoos. Yeah. You had the uh, Jonathan Hankins that they came interior, interior guys, guys okay. right? Okay. Interior, okay. interior guys. And I think you know the biggest question for me is where is Neville Gallimore going to fit into this? All right. Neville Gallimore and also Chauncey Golston because these are rotational guys and when you look at what they did in the draft when you look at bringing back guys like Dante Fowler and, and just the rotation that mm -hmm. they like to go with to me the most intriguing battle is that one with Chauncey Golston competing for that time he was on the roster for all you know he made the 53 all yeah. season long yeah. but didn't dress out a, a lot of times so Look, that's going to be intriguing, going to be interesting, especially him uh, and his production. As this dropped off, they asked him to gain some weight. He okay. came in as an edge. He gained that weight, but his production dropped because they didn't give him the same amount of snaps. So I'm interested to see uh, how that rotation is going to evolve this year. Yeah, that's going to be real interesting with that interior D-line. And, man, I, you know, I was so high on Neville Gallimore when he first came in. You know, I thought he was going to be that next stud, three technique right in there. Um, but it just didn't kind of pan out that way. So he's definitely going to have to battle to make the roster, let alone playtime, I believe. He's going to have to battle for that. But for me, my position battle it's got to be in the secondary. It's got to be in the secondary. And we, we know the two outside corner spots are locked up. We know Gilmore is going to be there. We know Diggs is going to be there. We know they got that three-headed monster at safety. But to me, it's going to be that nickel position where you got a young Deron Bland who came in as a rookie. And to me, he you know, he had his ups and downs. But for the most part, right. he played outstanding. You know, five mm -hmm. interceptions out there as a rookie. He seemed like a ball guy, understood it. The moment didn't seem too big for him out there. So you got him right there. And then you also got Jordan Lewis, who had, before his injury, he was playing stellar ball at that nickel position. Yeah, He's right. a great blitzer, can understand the run fits. He can cover well, so he can cover all the bases as well. That, to me, is going to be a huge um, battle in that secondary. Because I know Jordan Lewis, I know his type of personality. He's not going to just want to give up that, that starting role. He doesn't want to be a rotational guy, because trust me, in the secondary, you got to be out there. You can't, you know, rotate around. You got to feel the game. You got to feel what the quarterback likes to do on first, second, 
third down, and it's hard to rotate that. So knowing his personality and knowing the guy that Deron Bland is, that's going to be a great battle in the secondary. Here's kind of the differences between what you guys spoke about. You talk about a position battle where everybody making the team. You just yeah, they're going to be on the squad. Yeah, they're going to be. <laughs> what you talked about here, there's some there's some guys on the bubble. Oh yeah, you know. So when you talk about, um, I, I thought about Quentin Bohanna. Yeah, absolutely. So, so mm. Quentin Bohanna is here fighting for a job. Chauncey Golston's here fighting for a job. Neville Gallimore, the times that he didn't dress last year, he's out here fighting for a job. I mean, I'm thinking that. You know, you got Mozzie Smith, first-round pick. He'll, he'll be here. Oso Digizua, for, uh, third-round pick, who was their best defensive tackle last year, Jonathan Hankins. Then you got Junior Fehoko, who Dan Quinn wanted in this draft. Mm-hmm. Safe zone. Yeah, he good. Yeah, but they, over here, man, safe. If you're, you're Bohanna, you, you Chauncey Golston, you Gallimore. Eh, mm. yeah, I mean, especially for Quinn Bohanna. Uh, last year, he had some production. Yeah. Uh, you saw him come in on a lot of packages. But I think that Dan Quinn... His defense has been so versatile. You saw when he's, he has that package where he's coming after you. He goes with Armstrong, Williams, uh, Parsons, and Lawrence. I mean, I mean, he switches. He's multiple in the no, way. Right. He goes with the jumbo package. He goes with yeah. Bo Hanna, Hank. Is now you have Mozzie Smith, guys like that. I mean, you're absolutely correct. And I mean, and that's a good problem to have. Thank that's goodness. True. <laughs> that's yeah. a good problem yes. to have. Carpenter we, needs his tools. Yeah, I mean, we've come from the 2020. Dallas Cowboys defense that, look, man, it, you had some guys that were, you know, along the way. I'm Come on now, New. I'm just saying. it was a, We were bad up front. I don't want to call these guys. No doubt. <laughs> but now, now, but now. That sled gets put back. No resistance. No resistance. Skate down. <laughs> no, I wasn't going there. But what, I, what I'm saying is, it's a big difference. It's a big, it's a big difference. But it's, but it's a big difference now. It really is. It's a big is. difference now. The team is playing. I mean, the way that they have this talent stacked up, you bring in a guy like Jonathan Hankins and you see his versatility. But I think Mozzie Smith, that draft pick, I mean, maybe it surprised people, but when you think about what he represents to this defense, yeah. if he can absolutely be that space eater that they need him to be, everything else is going to come behind that. I think the greatest weakness, even when you talk about the secondary, Deron Bland has already proved to you what he can he do. He can ball. I mean, guys like Nation Wright really is like, those are the guys that you need to start saying, okay, can you take the next step? The bubble is really hot up under these guys. That's true. You know, so. Yeah, you're five. Yeah, they, these are guys, we're, you know. That's locked in. You know, I, I guess when they put them up, put the Ross up, they'd be like in, you know, blue, untouchable. Like, they're, they're here. <laughs> these guys they're, they're, the that's, These yeah. are made men. Yeah, right. These guys, you're right. You're right. They, they're made men. They're on the team here. These other guys, like I said, if you're Quentin Bohanna, you know. Gallimore, yeah, Golston. I mean, you truly are. You truly are having to put together a training camp to make this team. And you know, from being a oh, yeah. free agent, you got to make sure your tape is out here in these preseason games for to. other people to see in case they decide that they don't want you. I mean, go back to when they drafted John Ridgeway. Yeah. Uh, out of Arkansas, and then they ended up letting him go, and he went on and, and started games well. for, for Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't get got here on this D-line, and so this has been an area that has mu- that must be improved upon, but when you bring in a guy like Mozzie Smith, he's here. He's going to be know, here. That, so that just means there's one more spot that's just taken, and then when Dan Quinn says, I want Junior Fehoko, that's sorry. Yeah. Dan's getting what he wants. <laughs> no, he really <laughs> is. <laughs> I mean, you know, unless you go up there and cuddle up to Dan. It, it's over with. You both hand me. You know, it's, 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 it's truly so. We're going to see good players get cut off this football team. Yeah. 
And we've seen that the past few seasons and since Will McClay has been here. And that's not us blowing smoke at all. This is just the truth. When you look at the fact of who the Cowboys have been able to draft and how they've gone out and gotten free agents here, this is one of the top three teams in, in the National Football League the last 10 years at going out and getting Pro Bowl, All-Pro talent in the draft and identifying people who can play. They know how to get the talent here. Yeah. So the defensive line has been, especially the defensive tackle, has been an area of need. Too many people running all over the Cowboys last year. And despite beating the Bears and the Lions, those two teams had good rushing. Over 200. They did. They did. I think Green Bay went for what was it, close to 200 as yeah, well. Exactly. I mean, Green was, Bay did. I mean, Aaron Rodgers only threw 14 passes in that game yeah, that's until the fourth quarter. And then you go back to the Jacksonville game where Jacksonville got rolling in the second half. So stopping the run has been a, a, a must. I go back to something Warren Sapp always says. Back don't work without the front. You know the Cowboys <coughs> secondary is good. Yeah. Right. If you can improve the defensive line. Mm, that's a scary sight. But that's, that's been the biggest sight. question. And I guess for you, man, I think you've played with some great uh, defensive linemen. So you know how that works, <laughs> especially with your secondary. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the point, basically, that, that you're proving. I think when you add the, the players in, we're going to talk about those additions. But I think the secondary is much better when you have that pass rush. And we saw that in the 2021 uh, when Dan Quinn's first, I mean, look, they were causing those turnovers, those interceptions. They set the record in the league with being one of those uh, high turnover teams. Um, but this year, it just seems as though if you can get that front line to stop and not having those 200-yard production games that they saw by some of the league's best rushers, they're going to have to shut that down because who do we keep running into? Uh, who do we keep? One of the better rushing teams in the league. And yeah. so until we get that figured out, that's going to be our Achilles heel. Because it's, it's 100, you guys are 100% right. Rush and cover, they, they work together. And the teams that I've been on that weren't very good, that defensive yeah. line, I mean, there was holes all through there. And it, as a secondary guy, you, you're you not really focused on your job. You're not focused on covering your receiver because you're like, man, if this, this running back slips through here, I'm going to have to make an open field tackle. So with you got a front seven, a defensive line that can control the run like that and then get after the quarterback, it allows Dan Quinn to do so much in the secondary. Guys at corner, at the safety position, they can have their eyes at the quarterback because they know that ball's got to come out fast. So you're able to get interceptions that way. And I think right now, this defensive line, like you said, it's probably the deepest it's been in years. We know the edges under attack with, with Parsons, with D-Law, I mean, Fowler, all those guys out there. If Mozzie Smith and that crew on the interior can get going, it could be a scary sight for this defense. So training camp we've not seen them put pads on yet the nfl rules so um i'm leaving on monday tuesday okay they're gonna get after it so pads are pads are on and, and I'm, I'm looking forward to that because this is where we start to see football mm -hmm. everything we've seen now has been nice it's ota when guys start popping start hitting we see things get done so obviously we clearly want to see what's mozzie smith got uh, I want to see what Junior Feuco's got. Mm -hmm. I want to see if Josh Ball makes the improvement on the offensive side of the football that Mike McCarthy believes he can. They love Willetsko. So Matt Willetsko, over here, another offensive tackle that they've drafted. He was having a good camp last year till he got hurt, dealt with the shoulder. So what does he do now? Um, this, to me, is where you start to really make your football team December ready because I'm sorry, church, in today's world, when you add 17 games, I mean, that no. guy's going to be hurt. Right. It's, it's you, a fact. You, ha you have fact. to have depth in the National Football League. No, I, I take you back to last season. Uh, Jason Peters started at left tackle for the Dallas old. Cowboys. <laughs> I mean, a 40-year-old <laughs> left tackle. So we know what it's like when you don't have the trust in the depth that you have. And Josh Ball has been given – 
an opportunity to continue to get better. He'd been on the pup, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Well, let's go too with the shoulder injury as you, as you spoke about. But that's the one thing, and I think that's why this whole holdout situation that they're having to deal with, with Zach is unnerving because you recognize you need your unit playing together right now. Mm -hmm. You need these guys to, to come into the season rolling. You don't need any disruption between that unit. Not at all. I'm not worried about it. Martin. Zach will get done. They got to. I mean, there's no, there's no other right. way. There's I'm no really other way. Yeah, you know, I'm Zach. Right? He, take a little bit of time. You talking about I'm depth? I mean, right now, I'll see you in August. But I, yeah. I, I just, I, I, I think this is excellent from the standpoint. You can get some guys, some, some playing time in here right now. And when Zach is here, Zach will be, Zach Martin. You yeah, know, you know, I mean, they can go. This play won't fall off. Right, go ahead and take the measure. I'm not. The I'm not at all worried about his play. But, but I want to see guys. Heck, I want to see guys practice right now. Mm -hmm. Get some reps. Get out there. Show people what you can do, at those, especially within those guards and tackle spots. I know Terrence Steele. They're saying looks good, but let's see what, how good you look when you right. put on the pads. Tyron Smith is expected to be the left tackle. But Best swing know? tackle in the game. But we know it. at the end of the day, <laughs> Tyron Smith is not going to play 17 football games. Stop. I'm just saying, the depth not, we have on I'm that line. Let's go. Yeah, let that go, man. We no. got the best swing tackle let in the game, go. man. So to me, O line reps with a new O line coach. True. By the way, got rid of your man. So, which I was kind of Joe you know, Philbin. I, Joe Philbin is mm. not. So, so these. So for me, that that's what I'm looking forward to when I get to camp. I want to go and see the pads pop and see what guys can do. Really looking forward to that more than anything. That's real football. I mean, right now you got on, you know, like you say, you got on jerseys and shorts and everybody looks great in, in, in shirt, shorts out there. You got to work out warriors. Everybody looks amazing. But when you put the pads on, that extra weight, that heat, you're hitting back and forth, that's when we see real ball. And then you have a defense with all the experience that they have. I, I worry if they're even going to be able to get reps off with this, with this defense, the way that they're coming back in Dan Quinn's system. I mean, man, this is gonna this is gonna be difficult for that offensive line. They're gonna get a lot of reps, and guys like Tyler Smith is gonna get all the way. Biotish, guys like that, they're gonna get a lot of reps. So, I mean, I think as much as you want to see guys like Josh Ball take the next step, be that backup sure. if we need them. I mean, that's necessary. You bring yeah. up an important point because you want to see these guys develop. But bigger than that, Tyler Smith. In his second year, I mean, he had a good he had a good rookie season, mm -hmm. but I think we all feel that there's a level to his game that can even get better, especially with them solidifying that he's going to be your left guard. So he's going to be the guard, right? So he's, yes, yes. he's penciling yes. at the guard position. Yes, he's your guard. Yes, okay. yes. Right, so right. you've got Tyron Smith over at left tackle. These draft picks have to start to show you something. I don't know people, there's some folks who wanted to see the Cowboys use higher picks. Uh, an off offensive line, and they, they're like, we, we took ball. We took, well, let's go. Let's see what they can do. So Walt, Ball's first year was wiped out through injury. Last year was his first year playing. He's Lomas close, out man. there, you're like, hmm. But this now is year two. We've got to see something. Well, let's go. This is going on. First year gone. Now this is a second. Let's start to see something. Kelvin Joseph, how do you improve? Jalen Tolbert, how do you improve? I mean, you're looking at this team. For me, when I'm going out there, I'm looking at where these draft picks they've got, that they've taken, who you say, okay, what are we, what are we seeing? Tom Landry used to say, by year three, we have to see something. And that was what Bill Parcells also went mm -hmm. by with, too. We've got to see something. So that's my main thing is really looking at these guys. And they, at one point in time, said, we believe in you. They shot right, you know. Okay, what are you going to do? Because you played in this league. You know by year three, they kind of, they have a thought process about who you are. And for mm -hmm. some of these guys that had, a, you know, basically a health year and didn't play, like, well, that's going to ball. They're starting to, they need to see something. Now, Calvin Joseph, I need to see something this year. Yeah. 
because... He can't just be on special teams either. I mean, even though he did his thing on special teams, he balled, made a lot of plays on special teams, but they drafted him, what, second round? Jabril Cox. You're supposed to go guy. in there. Tell me if you heard that before. <laughs> Jabril Cox, yeah. another guy that needs mm. to up his play. But, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. But then think about the guys that are second-year guys like Marquise Bell that's getting an opportunity mm -hmm. now to play yeah. because of injury. Israel Mukwamu, um, obviously, you, man, you're I, one of the I first guys it, that's called, called Israel Mukwamu and said, look, this guy, his production is there. And I think that Dan Quinn loves his play as that backup guy, the other guy that at that depth. But there are other guys like Marquise Bell that are very intriguing. Like, he was on the 53 all season long, healthy scratches, not, not able to get on the field. How do you incorporate guys like that? Because you just can't hoard that talent. For, for guys like that, you know, like with Kwame, he's like a Swiss Army knife out there. And Dan Quinn loves guys that can have, you know, position flex. He can play nickel. He can play safety. He can do yeah. all that stuff. Hopefully Marquise Bell can do the same thing. We'll see what happens. I, I think of Bell as someone who, you know, he played at Florida A&M. Yep. You're making that jump here. And it takes some time. It's not easy. You know, so many times we just want guys to just jump in here and go. Mm -hmm. Jerry Rice's first year was a struggle. Yeah. But Troy Palomalu's first year with the Steelers. It was a struggle. These two guys have turned out to be Hall of Fame players, but so many times we just, if a guy's not doing it from day one, oh, he's not this, he's not that. <laughs> no, right. It's just right. not how life yeah. works. No. Forget football, yeah. it's how life works. It takes, it's an adjustment. And coming from Florida AM, making the adjustment, figuring out what Dan wants. And the other part, Agma, is there a lot of these guys who have to learn how to do simple things like learn how to sleep, eat. The way you go about being a professional. Hydrate. Like, there's a lot of stuff that comes into to, to being a football player that it takes certain guys, you know, a minute to get to. Ezekiel Elliott, you know, boom, came in here, ran, ran away with it. Dak, as a rookie, ran away with it. It's not like that for everyone. I no. think too many times fans want that. If, they, if you're a player, it's not that, then they want to say the guy's a bust. He's not any good. Mm -hmm. It's just not how it works for everyone. Look at Terrence Steele. I mean, when he came in that rookie year and they threw him into the fire, look how much he struggled out there. I mean, he was on the bubble going into that second year. Is he going to make the team? Is he not? We saw he, you know, dedicated himself to get better at his craft, and he went out there and he had a heck of a second year. So hopefully he can follow that up after this ACL injury. But to me, it, that's just an example of guys that, you know, come in, start out slow, but have the ability to develop. And, and become comfortable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is... I'll give it a baseball terms. I was talking to Marcus Simeon and, and even Corey Seager. You know, they signed those big deals with the Rangers. And it took them a year. They talked about after. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it took a year to get comfortable. Well, imagine you just going from playing swag ball to coming up to the National Football League. Man, that's, that's a gap. It's a difference. A it's a jump. And even for you, coming from yeah. Toledo to come here, man, there's a jump. I think about Tony Romo. Yeah, Tony Romo, a lot of people forget, was the Walter Payton Player of the Year. Eastern Illinois, which is, you know, their Heisman mm -hmm. at that level. Took Tony a minute to yeah. figure this thing out here. So we always want to, boom, if you're not, we want a microwave society here on <laughs> everything. You can't do players like that. And, and with, as long as Dan Quinn keeps saying, I like the player, then I'm a role model. And, and, and I think for, for, for me, what we're pointing out is just guys getting opportunities now in training camp. Love it. You know, and mm -hmm. it, you look at guys like Dak. When, you know, the opportunity rose, what did he do? He, he rose with advantage, it. Yeah. He took full advantage. And there are guys on the roster that right now, due to injury, are getting that opportunity. Marquise Bell is just one of them. And he's in a long list of guys that have to take advantage. When a guy goes down, you have to show what you have. Uh, Kelvin Joseph is in that same 
is in, in that same name bracket. Yeah, so Donovan Wilson down a little bit, so that's where Bell's going to get his opportunity. Uh, Zach Martin, your, your right guard out, so that means opportunity for other people. So take advantage of these reps mm -hmm. and this opportunity to, to show your wares and go. Now we have less preseason games. You know, Instead of having four, you've got yeah, three. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's more urgency to make these training camp practices, and then you only have so many padded practices. Right. To, to, to count so that those are some be some of the things that I look at here uh, when we come back the impact two guys that they have imported into this football team I absolutely love I had a thought of what I hope they could do I'm seeing it already getting had a full training camp in Oxnard Barry Church Heckmeyer so I'm New York Danny McCray out on assignment they'll be back with us next week right here on the Players Lounge another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app find a location near you at bank of talk to us what would you like the power to do Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Want to use the Cowboys locker room's favorite products? Check out the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Playmaker, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The Playmaker includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word cowboys. The Jack Black Playmaker, 10 bucks, free shipping. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. Hi, I'm Danny McRae, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of you and everyone else absolutely loving new smoothie bowls from Smoothie King. And woo, me too. These smoothie bowls start with acai and pitaya and are handcrafted with fresh toppings like sliced bananas, sweet berries, crunchy purely Elizabeth granola, and a savory peanut butter drizzle. New smoothie bowls, only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages, with pre-game sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Back, Back to the Players' Lounge. Players, lads, players, loud. <laughs> Barry Church, former Cowboy safety. Shrugs. <laughs> Danny McCray with uh, he's on assignment, so he's out working. I got to read too, if you want it. Oh, read away. My, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys training camp 2023 is here. Brought to you by American Airlines. Watch the team practice on select dates from today through August 15th in sunny Oxnard, California. Mission is free. For more information, visit DallasCowboys.com/slash training camp. All right, if you go on training camp. 
go DFW to Santa Barbara. That's the, that's the way to go. It's, it's quicker. quicker, but is it more expensive? It's worth it. It's worth it. <laughs> it ain't worth it. See? 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 <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Knew you had you broke Hands out. Up. Hands up. Knew you had you broke out. I'll tell you this. I've done the LAX. Go to LAX, man. Oh, it's like that. Middle car place off-site. It's, it's, oh, cha- it's a that. challenge, man. It's a cha- big old international airport, man. It's a challenge trying to get through LAX. And your bags, all that. Then you got to make the drive for the 405, one of America's busiest freeways. Yeah, the facts. 405 to the 101, then you got to go all the way up. So by the time you talk about just one time, one time we were at the Hertz. <laughs> we had a car. Somebody snatched our car. See? <laughs> <laughs> that ain't it. So I ain't three hours. Uh, now, the only good thing about going to the LAX, hit the Roscoe. Yeah, y'all know he's gonna be that, that chicken and waffle. Which Roscoe's is the question? By, it's in right, right, right over there. Okay. Right over there. The right Obama there. But, special. But, but, but I, I, I don't, I don't need it that bad. Mm. Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara is where it is. Just saying. Right. Plus, that airport is just. It, pristine. It's, it's the experience. Ah. It so I'm, just, I don't, I'm not going to say whether I know what the costs are off the top of my head. Sounds pricey. Because the TV statue, I was on their cards. So I just booked it. <laughs> Sounds but, pricey. It was great. <laughs> Rental man. cars right off site. Right. So you just walk on, get your bag, walk on over there. It's right on site. So it's easy. It's hit the easy button. There it is. So I'm trying to get people out of Traveling with Nui. I'm trying to get people out of care on the easy button. So. Nah, man, I mean, you've been everywhere, so mm-hmm. you're giving people the right sound advice. I mean, I'm listening. Or Burbank. That's your thing, because Burbank's in the valley. So you go to Burbank now, usually you got to make a stop. But when you hit Burbank, rental car place, you can, you, can, you, can, you can walk to it, and you're already on the 101, so you avoid the whole 405, and you go straight on up to camp. So that works. if you value time, in L.A., you never know if the accident something set you back. So you value your time, boom. Like the players, the players fly in LAX. You gotta make that, they'll tell you, it's a long bus ride all the way up there. And you're, fly, and you're flying what? American Express? Oh, American, American Airlines, excuse me. Okay, all right. Yeah, on the that's American that's Express. On, that's on, on the American. On the American. All right. That's on the On the MX. Yes. All right, two players that the Cowboys got through trades that I absolutely love. We all love that they brought them in, brought them in. But I love the impact they're making already. Stephon Gallimore, former defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. We saw him playing last year with the Colts when the Cowboys played the Colts. Picked he, off was, Prescott. He, was, he was an impact player there. And then Brandon Cooks. Um, yeah. And it's interesting, Gallimore and Cooks, I said Stephon Gilmore, Gilmore and Cooks both played for the Patriots, played on a Super Bowl team together. And, and here they are with the Cowboys. And you've got Diggs saying, all right, I'm already looking at him. He's up at 6 o'clock. Doing the way he's doing, and then <laughs> Stefan did him. It still reminds me of Rodney Harrison. Uh, he was checking Diggs for what he was eating. Yeah. Diggs mm. was nailing some gummy bears. Like, Got the gummies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you're young, you think you can eat anything. <laughs> so yeah. in the locker room, Rodney, Rodney Harrison, and Teddy Bruschi would check the young guys who brought in fast food. Oh, mm. that, that's what you eat. That's that, that's that's gonna help us win. You doing that? So having a guy who's an established veteran, Super Bowl mm-hmm. champion, with a young player that you just gave a boatload of money to who has a, who has a really good career ahead of him in digs. If this guy makes him sharper, wow. Yeah. And when I wanted Vaughn Miller here, and the Cowboys decided not to do it and he'd go to Buffalo, I saw what Miller helped do for Aaron Donald. I mean, it, it helps when you have a guy who's won a ring, who knows what to do. I mean, we're not looking at Stefan and just questioning anything about him. This guy's a baller. 
He, he's a without a doubt a baller. He's a pro's pro. He's a technician when you talk about the cornerback position out there and what he brings to the table. Man to man, zone. He, he can do it all. And if he can just pass down 10, 15% of that knowledge to Diggs and make him that much better, it's an investment that, that the Cowboys needed to make. And this guy, like you said, he's going in there already checking what this young guy's eating out there. Are you eating the right stuff? That stuff's going to slow you down. This will put energy in your system. When you listen to a pro's pro like that, you can only get better. Because, I mean, coaches, they can tell you as much as they want to tell you, but nine times out of ten, if it ain't about, you know, the footballs and X's and O's, it's going to go through one ear and out the other. But when you have your peers, a guy that's a champion that's already done it, has been to the highs of the highs, and you want to get your level to that level, you're going to listen to a guy like that. And then when you talk about Cooks, what he brings to the table offensively, I mean, he can open up so much more for C.D. Lamb. Not only about, you know, the technician as far as route running and all that stuff, but when you got a guy that can open up the top like he can. Right. A safety, like I, I'm looking at, I'm looking at Cooks like I gotta get on top of this. That leaves all that underneath intermediate area for CD Lamb, and when you get him with the ball in his hands, he can make magic happen. So to me, both of these additions are huge additions, not only for their productivity, but for the younger guys underneath them. That should be, a, it should be a solid contribution to this team. You know, I'm, as you're saying, I'm thinking of a quote that Warren Buffett had, and, and he said, you know, you see who's swimming naked when the tide goes in, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that what, that's what happened to the front office last season at the wide receiver position because mm -hmm. either overconfident, overconfident in CeeDee Lamb's ability or just gross negligence on the part of what they thought they had depth-wise last season. Your second productive receiver was Noah Brown. He also had uh, responsibilities on special teams, on special teams yeah. as well. I mean, look, obviously you couldn't have imagined that Jalen Tober would have the, the mental issues that he had last season, mm -hmm. but that wide receiver group was underwhelming. Brandon, Brandon Cooks come in and automatically he adds a dimension to that offense that I don't think they've had in the last two years, especially since Amari Cooper. Mm -hmm. and, and all I'm saying is I think that he's the piece that can add that confidence that you need to a CeeDee Lamb. When you talk about a big brother role, a guy that's going to be there for you on the other side, look, man, we talked all season about this defense and what you needed, especially after the 2021 season yes. that Diggs had. I mean, historic, 11 interceptions. On the other side, there was an opportunity for Anthony Brown he didn't take advantage of it, no. all right? No interceptions last season, and there was a lot that this defense needed. And as we sit here right now, had they not made that move, all right, this front office basically comes in and say, look, we have an opportunity to get a guy that's defensive player of the year, a guy that also has done what Stephon Diggs has done by setting the interception record and, uh, in you know, holding the mm -hmm. most interceptions. He is like that. He is. He is like that. And look, and this is not going out on a limb when I talk about him and his resume. It makes him the best cornerback on this roster. Yeah. People don't want to hey, look because of his seniority, what he's done, the skins that he has on the on the wall. You have to give that to him. And if Diggs is willing to learn from a guy that's done all of that, think about how how good he can be this season. Yeah. And that's huge, being coachable. I mean, right. that's just one of the things that I love about Diggs. Because, I mean, he could be one of those guys that can go out there, I got 11 picks, I, I know the game. I Come know on, everything man. about it. I don't need your help. I, I'm the top dog in this secondary. Right. But for him to go ahead and sit there and say, you know, bring in Gilmore, open up to him, I'm going to listen to what he got to say because I'm trying to get my game to defensive player of the year type caliber. It just goes to show you the type of corner and the type of man that Diggs is. And, I mean, the sky's the limit with this guy. If he can go and, and kind of be under the wing of Gilmore out there and grow as a corner, the sky's the limit. But, with Barry, let me, let me ask you this, Barry. I mean, especially when you bring in a guy like uh, Gilly, he's 
he's seen it all. He's done it all. Mm -hmm. And you were, and that's I was really trying to talk about what you alluded to on just his ability to play zone, play man. How big is that for Dan Quinn when you have a piece like Stephon Gilmore that can play so multi-dimensional? It, it's huge. It's because it, when we talked about earlier, Dan Quinn loving his the guys that are kind of like Swiss Army knives. And when, when you talk about Stephon Gilmore, I know he's not going to go inside and play nickel or go play safety, right. but as a corner, he can do it all for you. You don't have to say, all right, man, this is a man guy. Uh, or he's not a man guy. We got to have a safety over the top. You ain't got to worry about that with him. Man-to-man -man coverage, all right, you're going to lock that guy down. Let me go ahead and shift my safeties onto the other yeah. side. Let me do some different things on this side because I know you can hold it down over there. It's just going to open up this defense so much more. And then when you have a pass rush like they do here, I mean, just having eyes back on the quarterback, it's going to create so many turnovers for this defense. I'm telling you, this addition right here, to me, it, it was my favorite one. I mean, Cooks was right there, but Gilmore being in that secondary, the things he can do with Dan Quinn um, by his side defensively, it's going to be huge. Gilmore is one of the few players that Bill Belichick wrote a check to get. Mm, that's true. Think about him, Darrell Revis. Yeah. He doesn't do it very often. He hadn't missed when he brought him in, and mm -hmm. they all got rings. So I look at Gilmore, and I just say, yeah, this is good. Piggybacking on what you talked about with Cooks as well, how about the fact that now this means Gallup should be one-on-one -on -one in coverage? Without a doubt. Okay, so a if, year healthier. So Michael Gallup, he says mentally he's ready to go. He feels good. If Cooks has got him going down here and taking safeties away, and Lamb is over here, this young man should be eating. On number three corners, and he should be able to go out there and dominate those one-on-one -on -one matchups each and every week. And if he's not able to do that, then we got to start looking at, at Gallup as a player. But being one-on-one, because -on -one, there's too many options out there for defenses to say, all right, we got to double-team him, him, let's put pressure on him. Gallup's out there one-on-one -on -one against a third corner. You're talking about maybe even a rookie, sometimes even a practice squad guy that they got to bring up. Right. He should be able to dominate those week in and week out, and hopefully the game plan uh, has that in there. But just talk about it. What numbers the expectation for Michael Gallup? Last year, Noah Brown did 555. Yeah. I'm sure we all think that, that Michael Gallup is capable of doing more than that. Three touchdowns for, for Noah Brown. I'm sure we all think that Michael Gallup can do more than that, and he should. You know, that's the thing about him that I think is so maddening. Look, you, you know that he's been injured. He had a lot to come back from. Sure. But right now with Brandon Cook, there's no there's no reason why he shouldn't be eating. No reason at all. That's that's my thing. It's like, yeah. okay, you, you you really, there are no excuses. Mm -mm. This should be a very productive year. And as Dak goes through his progressions here, you know, he should be he should be open. And then you start to look at what can Jake Ferguson do. Now, if those three receivers are in a route, Jake Ferguson is another guy who, who should be able to uh, have a very productive yeah. year. And as much as Dalton Schultz brought, I can't see how Ferguson is not able to do the same thing yeah. because they're virtually, in a lot of ways, the same player. So th that's another guy. If, if Cook, first off, Cook's got to stay healthy. That's, that's always that's been yeah. the issue with him in his career is the health and the hamstrings and those type of things. But if Cook's is healthy, there are a lot of options out here for this football team. Explosive. But bringing in those two guys who have played in the Super Bowl stage, who have played with really outstanding Hall of Fame talent in their careers, this this should help everyone. And if I'm Dak Prescott, and I'll be interested to ask Dak um, when, I, when I get a chance to talk to him one-on-one, -on -one, what does he pick Cooks' brain about? Mm. Considering that he has played with Drew Brees, 
Tom Brady. But did you hear the interview yesterday with Dak when he was talking about Brandon Cooks and just saying how Brandon has taken the reins to have that re relationship with him to get that that synergy with all of the wide receivers. So that's just leadership on him. Mm -hmm. You know, guys just without ego coming into a new situation and saying, look, in order for me to put my imprint on this team, I need to get with the number one guy. Who is that? That's Dak. And they've been, you know, on these leadership, you know, going out of mm -hmm. town together, yeah. doing all those things that they need to do uh, as a team. But I think he He's a wealth of knowledge, especially playing for a Bill Belichick. When you talk about, I mean, you just brought up an absolute great point when we were talking about Stephon Gilmore and, and Belichick. I mean, you think about Belichick for all those years, all the guys that he's had, the lawyer Malloy's of, of the world. That he's let go. That he's let go, exactly. Yeah. That he's let go. Ain't no real. So that, just, that tells you what a guy like that thinks about him. So I just thought that was a great point. I just he couldn't says, let that go. Hey, <laughs> we want you. We're about to give you come because, back because you can do these things that I need mm -hmm. and as you talked about here you're you're a guy like Dan Quinn defensive court okay he's here I don't have to worry about it mm -hmm. um, in, in a passing league no that's less. what it in, is in a passing league so uh, I I'm a big fan of the additions here and I go back to what we talked about to start the show in the position battles if you can get the defensive tackle spot straight if you can make it second and nine for guys mm. or second and ten yeah, you're gonna get the best version of Stephon Gilmore. Yeah. You know what? The, yeah. You know, folks can be eating. There's gonna be eating back there. Yeah. They used to have Thurman's thieves back in the 70s, 80s around here. You yeah. could have, you could have that kind Thurman's of defensive thieves. backfield where dudes <laughs> would have Everson Walls back there. Yeah, man. So yeah. Dennis Thurman and the rest of the DBs were able to eat because what the Cowboys have. Had a guy like Randy White up front. You had Harvey Mark. You you had the great Harvey Jones. Mark. You know Jeez. the beautiful Harvey Mark. Good. You know <laughs> you had so you had guys getting to the quarterback. Yeah. And so if you've got that, then then you can can do well on the other side. And look in this division here, you're gonna have to stop the run. And you know these these other teams here, they've got they've they, they've got some good front lines too. So you're gonna have to match match these other folks out here. To get back to the receivers real quick, do you think a guy like Cooks can bring along, you know, the semi Fajokos of the world, um, the Jalen Tolberts, and can help them step up their game a little bit and, and realize maybe it's not all offense. Like maybe you got to do cut your teeth somehow in the special teams. That's how Cooks started out in the league. I mean, returner doing that special team stuff. Do you think he can kind of tap in and get, in, get into those young guys' head a little if, bit? If they smart, they just follow his moves. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. sometimes you just, hey, the, the, the recipe for success is just following somebody that's been successful, Dewey. That's why I'm following you. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, there's yeah. a situation like that where I think that you're absolutely right. I believe that that he can, and I don't see any reason why a guy like Simi Fajoko that and, and Jalen Tolbert you want so bad for these guys to flourish and come into their own because they, Simi Fajoko was definitely not thought, thought of as a special teams mm -hmm. guy. He put his best foot forward and made the roster like that. Jalen Tober, that's his only way is to be in, with, with, with Bones Fossil. Mm -hmm. You know, he has to find his way onto special teams. But at the same time, this, that may not have been the way that he envisioned himself when his NFL dream started. But true. right now, that's where he is. That's where he got to be. Oh, this is it. Sorry. Just come. This come on, <laughs> brother Newman. Come on, man. Come on. Brother. I don't know what Parsons is saying. This, this ain't no suggestion. <laughs> we try to no pass suggestion. out a little hope right now. <laughs> Newman, come on, man. That's the thing. Ain't no, ain't no, hey, hey, you may want to think about that, bro. This is it. That's Just come it. with the meal. That's <laughs> ain't it. no suggestion. Mm. Punt team. Mm. Calling your name. Punt team, right? Hey. <laughs> yeah, you see it like that. There you go.
Stand up. <laughs> I mean, kick off. I mean, where you go? You know? I mean, you may want to room with Calvin Johnson. Figure that thing out. That's so. true. But we are one injury away from those guys that we're talking about being, you know, a, a starter. And a 17-game season? Yes. And the Jacksonville game. All of a sudden, you know, it was the Green Bay game. You mm-hmm. man's... Oh. Your man skidded down, and <laughs> next thing you know, it, it was that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we finished it. Guys, like, we don't remember. Like, I think you bring that up as far as the, the roster. Xavier Rhodes was on the roster for a playoff game. You know, 30. He was there yeah, for I mean, a people second, forget yeah. about that. I mean, yeah. that depth is so important. So, I guess we're talking about Jalen Tobin in the right terms because, you know. You're going yeah, to, look, it could some, be at some point, a starter. they're going to call you. They're, they're going to need you. Mm-hmm. I go back to uh, Mike. McCarthy Super Bowl team, man, that thing was filled with injuries. I mean, they had a great run game with Ryan Graham, but he got hurt early in the mm-hmm. year, and it was James Starks here at the end. And right. You had Woodson who got hurt during the game, and then you had Donald Driver who got hurt during that game as well. So, you know, you, you're going to need all your pieces mm-hmm. um, to, to get this thing done. And, and to Mike's credit, he talks about that all the time. Hey, we, we needed everybody to win, and yes, it's easy to just point to Aaron Rodgers, and, and he was healthy, but still. Everything around him, he had to make all those different adjustments, and they ended up winning. So, pretty cool. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing exactly what they can do. Hey, let's get one more break in here um, on Players' Lines. We come back. Um, I want to get into a former Cowboy assistant coach who, when keeping it real, he kept it real. He, he straight up kept it real. Barry Church, Nick Mayer, something we start this Players' Lounge. <laughs> Hi, I'm Danny McRae, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of you and everyone else absolutely loving new smoothie bowls from Smoothie King. And woo, me too. These smoothie bowls start with acai and pitaya and are handcrafted with fresh toppings like sliced bananas, sweet berries, crunchy purely Elizabeth granola, and a savory peanut butter drizzle. New smoothie bowls, only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Want to use the Cowboys locker room's favorite products? Check out the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Playmaker, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The Playmaker includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word cowboys. The Jack Black Playmaker, 10 bucks, free shipping. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel, attend the best tailgate party in Texas, tour the star, and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back, back to the back. Players Lounge. Players Lounge, right here on DallasCowboys.com. Ready to go? Another read? I do. Boom, read it. All right. The official 2023 Dallas Cowboys Star Magazine training camp preview is now available. This year's edition features scouting reports, position analysis, a pullout schedule poster, and articles from your favorite Cowboy writers. Get your training camp preview today at DallasCowboys.com slash star. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Heckman Harrison, Barry Church. Danny McCray is on assignment, getting some work done with the Cowboys organization. He will join us next week. I will be out in Oxnard, California next Mm -hmm. week. Sean Payton, former Play caller here with the Cowboys <laughs> under Bill Parcells. <laughs> sat out last year. Yeah, left the Saints, sat out. Now he's back. He's with the Denver Broncos. And Sean Payton told the truth about Nathaniel Hackett and that coaching staff. They got fired mid, in, in season in Denver. So it was my worst coaching job I've ever seen. It was. It was bad. Mm. We were up there. Mm-hmm. We were up there for uh, um, a, a scrimmage last year. And I told my boys over the altitude radio, and I was like, man, I don't, I don't think this, your, your coach, man, I ain't sold on him. I'm like, you know, mm. he didn't call any plays in Green Bay. Mm. Last time he was calling plays, he was in Jacksonville. Yeah. Mm. You remember? Yeah, I was there. We went to the AFC Championship. But defensively, so. Yeah. How'd you lose? Oh, you right. You right about How'd that. You lose? No points yeah. in the second half. Yeah, okay. That'll do it. That'll do it. There you go. <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I, I covered his dad when he was the head coach of USC. It was tragic. Then Pete Carroll came in after that. We kind of saw what happened. Yeah, good luck, guys. And it was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. And Sean Payton came out and said it was terrible. Basically, we're, gonna, we're not doing anything they did last year. And I thought Sean, in telling the truth, also did something pretty clever. He put it on himself. Don't talk about that. They, they, were, they had bad coaching. I'm a good coach. So now, guess what he has to be? A good, good coach? coach? Yeah. There you go. I like it. I like it. Well, I thought you were petty. <laughs> that was that was hey, come on man. He, I mean Nathaniel Hack. What happened to the the, the coaching uh, brotherhood? Brotherhood. And, I mean, come, you talk about a throw a man under the bus kind of mm. deal. Come on, <laughs> Nathaniel Hack. I mean, he didn't hit the break at all. All gas. You know what I thought of? See, you you too young to remember this. And when third base came up, pop goes the weasel and attacked with the ice. That's what that was. <laughs> I'll go to Weasel. Pop goes the coach. Yeah. But why? No, they got him. Why feel the need to? I to, just told you. Was there, what was the question asked? Was it like, you know, hey, what you think about Nathaniel Hackett? He or went out of his way. That's what I'm saying. Well, and another thing. Like, <laughs> you, you have to understand the ma- the master interviewer had him, Jared Bell. You okay, say, yeah. Got Hall him. of Fame. Got him. So, you know, Jared will make you feel comfortable. You know? <laughs> like, like, like we like boys talking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> thinking they didn't told everything. No. This was a terrible coaching job. Like, man. You don't say. And next thing you know, I mean, watching Jared when he comes to town and he gets Jerry. You know, we're all there. Next thing you know, here's Jared over there with Jerry. This they just one-on-one. And next thing you know, he gonna write something. Wow, he got all that. He's a master. And he got it from he got all that from Sean. 
But our guy, Russell Wilson, let's ride. Broncos country, let's ride. He's taking the pressure off. They said, hey, no, Russell's had a bad coach. This is smart on Sean's part gotcha. to go ahead and, 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 and do what he did. I mean, Russell was bad last year. Yes. I'm not saying, he like, was. I think he'll have a way better year this year. He was bad that last year. That was a year. bad outfit, man, overall. I never see. And the Broncos are a proud organization. Remember how bad it was with Nolan? Yeah. Well, imagine that on both sides. No, it was, <laughs> the whole organization. It was That's bad. what they had in Denver, man. Who fires a first-year coach in the season and they new owners? That's how bad it was, man. It was it was horrible. But he he so could have sh- took the high road. He could have, yeah. you know, we're focusing on this year. It's I about like what it. I'm doing I with like the Broncos. Tell the, tell, tell the truth. <laughs> man, no, I mean, oh, that's, no, it's he fault. did exactly that, knew it, but I'm, everybody knows it was a train wreck last season, and there's no way to, to defend even Russell Wilson's play last season as, as a veteran. Man, it was bad all across the board, but, man, what Sean Payton did, I, I thought, we, look, it's bold. He said it with his chest, but he threw that man under the Knows bus. Out of pocket. And, hey, I just hope, hey, you know, be careful what you say sometimes. It'll be okay. Yeah, he got, um, what, he get 100 mil? It'll be okay. Yeah, he yeah, went yeah, out there and he yeah, talked yeah. about, you know, the Jets like the Jets. That's another thing. <laughs> like, come on. You could have left it at, you know, Hackett yeah. in his situation, and he uh, wasn't a good co- no, That man said, we, we ain't Giants trying to be the Jets. The Eagles got the dream team. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's a dream team. They didn't do anything. He, he was correct. We don't want to win the offseason. By the way, that was Vince Young who called it the dream team. Mm-hmm. Go, Vince. Mm. Um, he's right. They I mean, played week five. I mean, he didn't lie. Sean Payton didn't lie. He didn't hack it wasn't bad. He didn't do a great job out there. But he also, you know, didn't say nothing about yeah. Russell throwing and all, that, all that garbage. Right. I told you what he's trying to do. He's trying to protect <laughs> him. He's talking about, hey, Jets on hard knocks are getting all this pull up here. What happens? And we've seen this time and time yeah. again in this league. Yeah. You start you start getting all this pub and all this talk. They talk doesn't win football games. Yeah. It doesn't win. And I think it's completely different for the Jets, man. Especially when you look at their defense. I mean, they got a. Come on now. They that is an official defense that they have over there. Offensively, that was the only piece that they needed was the quarterback. What, what, we knew how we know how vital having a set, solid leadership. Who you got winning that division? I mean, I now you, why are you throwing me on the door? I got Miami. You got, you got, you got Miami? Asked. I got Miami winning that thing. You got sure. Miami? Yeah, I got okay. Miami going I would say Buffalo. Man. I, I would say Buffalo, too. Okay. So, all this, all this, and we got wild cards. <laughs> right? Right? All this hype for wild. We're talking wild cards. But is, is, are the Broncos going to do anything this year? I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Long as Kansas City's in that division. That's true. That's yeah. true. Playing for number two. And, and people be happy about it. So, you know, that probably did wild card over your boys. <laughs> down there in your charges. You like that. No K. Moore going to get us right, man. You, no you had no faith in K. Moore? Oh, the Raiders are no, no, Raiders done. They cooked. The Raiders are cooked. So, so you, who, who's playing for a second? Uh, you like that. Oh, I'll tell you, Dewey like that kind of stuff. Boy. Right. <laughs> hey, Moore, y'all, y'all sleeping on K. Moore, man. Y'all sleeping on K. Moore. Nope. Y'all seen what he was able Who to do here. Who slept on him? He was here, but what do you mean? We we got a bird's eye Everybody talking about throwing under the bus. Everybody and their mom threw K. Moore under the bus. Or the Chargers. Who would you take to finish the second behind Kansas City right now? Ooh, I'm going to have to go with the Chargers. I'm about to say, that ain't even a question. We ain't even a question. Staley over Sean Payne. That ain't even a question. The Chargers, oh, I mean, after seeing littered. what the Broncos did last season, I just, and you you, I, you put me on the spot, I'm definitely, I'm Chargers. Chargers. Well, let's put a Smoothie King shake on it. Well, I sure ain't putting dinner on it. I'll put, I'll put, <laughs> I'll put, I'll put a, a Smoothie King. Smoothie King, right now. Smoothie King, write this down. Well, no. <laughs> Come on. King. Damn, my boy got his money. Oh, he's oh, he's good. He, you know what? He 
He might throw for I'll, I'll, I'll loop. I will loop Danny McCray into it. So there we go. We got our first. We got our 2023 player. There it is. That's the first right one. Under. That's the first who one. Who finishes? Who 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 finishes better? The Denver Broncos or the Chargers? You guys roll them up. Chargers right winning the division. Oh wow. They winning in division. Okay. Simple as that. Thinking on a Friday. Yeah. Start he, he, I think he, he went three, I think he three and one against against uh what's his name over there in KC? Pat Mahomes. I think he's like two two and one, three and one against him. Yeah, that's a wrap. They win in this division. Okay. All right. They win in this that's division. That's very true. Kay Moore. It's Heckma Harrison. I'm new. Number one offense. This, this is Players Lounge. We'll talk to you. Past next three week. years. Right here on Don't Dallas let me down, Kay Moore. Don't let me down, man. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?